Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. I think we're good. I think we're set. I think we're guapo. <clears throat> guapo means handsome. I know. I think we're handsome. Thanks. Okay. Um, we were talking about power dynamics, power dynamics in relationships, relationships. And I thought we should podcast about this. So here we are. My skin's so dry. Um, we, Thomas has COVID. Whoa, whoa. What is it with you and these HIPAA violations? (laughs) What? It's not HIPAA. I'm not a healthcare professional. It still counts, bro. Whatever. Thomas is unwell. Whatever. Whatever. Thomas has COVID, so we've been quarantining, and we also have no heat because there was a gas leak. And they won't come fix the heat until I'm over COVID, which is fair. Um, I mean, we could have just stood outside. You can only get COVID from project. Yeah, but they just need to change a valve. You're right. So power dynamics. Whatever. It makes me so mad. You got to do a little intro, a little back and forth. A little banter. No, we don't have to. Um, um, <clears throat> well, you you should say what you were saying about... Okay, about, well, I was saying originally how this convo started is that I heard a psychiatrist talking about how, like, healthy relationships strive to have, like, less power dynamics in their relationships. Or, like, the more equal ones. And I was saying that you do a very good job about that. I think you're good about even when you're in a quote-unquote power position you are not somebody that like lords it over people and i don't feel personally in our relationship that there are power dynamics yeah i uh, don't at least when it's just us two what nothing we're just setting it up just setting it um yeah it's the it's no god damn it what was i saying earlier oh the thing is is like power dynamics always exist and they probably always will is the thing that makes the person in the position of power, a good person, is when you have power that you don't use in a negative way. So whenever people are like, oh, power dynamics, this and that, I'm like, oh, like, what makes, it's like, what makes, uh, if you're, I don't know, if you're like a, like a MMA, MMA fighter or something like that, or you're like a dangerous person, and, you know. Dangerous, like physically dangerous. I'm going to use a different example. Um, no, go ahead. No, like, for example, if you... It's like if you're a leader, okay, and the fact that you don't abuse that power is what makes you a good, it's like moral. It's what makes you moral, right? It's like the person who doesn't do bad things because they can't do bad things, like you can't, there's no like morality there for them, if that makes sense. So it's like if someone yeah. is, is, if someone has power over you and they can wake up every day and say, I have, I make the money in this relationship and, you know, we have to do what I say because I make more money. The person that, that's a bad thing. But if you do, if you are Can the person, speak into the mic more. The point is, is that um, if you have power that you don't use negatively, it's morally good. But if you don't have power in the first place, then it's it's not necessarily a moral good because you don't have that that opportunity. And the thing I was making, um, I made a point earlier. I, I would think this all the time: is that people who normally aren't in positions of power get them, and then people think they're a bad person. They're like, oh, no one likes me anymore, and it's like, oh, you're just not used to that role. Um, it's you should like, say the specific example that you were saying. Well, I'm getting, I'm about to. Oh, okay. <laughs> the point is, it's like, it's like when, um, when women start making more money or they're in, um, 
like leadership positions and then people think they're bitchy and it's like oh it's not that it's not that people just don't like women being in power it's that some in some situations because men and women both do this but if you're not used to being in that role and then all of a sudden you're in that role and you say oh like you don't believe you should be there or like you feel like you have to prove something so you're like over the top it's like oh like if if you're complaining and you're upset about things all the time but you're not the leader if you're just a you know an employee for example people are just like oh that's that's susan she kind of she's kind of like that like susan's making susan. some good points right but if susan is the boss if susan is the leader of the company and susan is constantly upset and unhappy with things and she's the one who has the power to change everything that that's when you're like oh she's bitchy she's always mad about something we're not doing right where it's like it's because she's in that position of power now you have to be the person who says oh I'm the person who has power here. I'm I'm a leader. People are looking at me in a certain way. So like things that I would say and do before, like I might have had to push push people out of the way and like be a certain way to like make my presence felt. Um but because I'm in a position of power, I don't need to do that. It's like the thing with um Adam Grant, like you said, it's like, oh, like self-deprecating humor is only funny when the it's like when you're in a position of power. Like, you know what I mean? But that same joke coming from someone who's not in a position of power doesn't necessarily come off the same way so if your boss is like oh i'm an idiot and it's like you like you you lead the whole company obviously you're not an idiot well it's not a joke if you could actually be an idiot (laughs) well yeah but so but if the intern comes in and the intern's constantly being self-deprecating you're like hey chill out like unless they're a really really smart intern and they're okay i get it i get it yeah there's a way there's there's always an unless an unless but no not even because if you're a really really smart intern you're still an intern like you still, like, your self-deprecation is not warranted until you, like, prove yourself. If That's well, that's the example. I know I kind of... I want to go back. was long-winded it, about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to... I, I do want to point out that there are plenty of people that are just... That are just what? You can be, just be, be your contrarian are. self. It's fine. <laughs> no, I was laughing at you touching things. You literally were like, I think I have ADHD. And I'm like, maybe you do. <laughs> yeah. And you said, you literally said, I don't care. <laughs> I would not care if you did. Anyway. Well, it's not going to change anything. Exactly. It's just that's a label. Why I don't, yeah, that's why I don't do stuff. That's why I don't go to the doctor for stuff like that. Anyway. Unless it on. helps you. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, uh, I do want to point out that there is plenty of people who just don't like female leaders. Yeah. But no, that's, no. Uh, that's, I'm not. The person I'm talking about is the exception, not the rule. There are definitely people out there who are, they just don't like female leaders. Right. And there are women out there who are just like, you know, they, they know how to be in a power position power fine. And the classic, um, the classic, if a man was acting this way, it wouldn't be perceived as like that. All that exists. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. Yeah. But I, I want to explain that example a little differently because I think that it sounds a little yeah. confusing. Shoot. But I think that it's like one of those things that they're like, if a woman has to be more assertive Cause she say like in her relationship, if her man is making more money than her, she, maybe she has to be more assertive for him to like take her spending money more seriously or whatever. That might be like her, her, what she's used to. So then like when she gets money and she starts making more than him, then all of a sudden, like, she's still behaving the same way she knows how because that's how she's been behaving. That's just her norm. Exactly. Like, but she's then not used because, to being in this new position. New right, switch. because she has the power, quote-unquote, power position now, she is asserting herself in, the, in a... Or, like, she's being more assertive still, and then that can come off as 
like aggressive because now the man is thinking of her as like in a power position because he's probably feeling a little insecure about making less money. Maybe. I think tradition. I think men who are raised in a more traditional sense would have that insecurity a bit. Or I've heard men say that. Um, and so they might be having feelings. And then on top of it, you're still being assertive towards them. But I think like, I don't know. I think a lot of the power dynamics that we have in our relationships are also like fake. Cause like we give, I mean, a lot of it is like what we give it power. And that's, I think the point is like in relationships, you can break that down and you don't have to have power dynamics. If you go into it thinking it's like a partnership, like if you're like, if you're like, I don't know, say you have a kid and you're like both going to the school things together and you're both like decently good at school and you both respect each other. Like I'm maybe not as good at science as you are because you're like literally a doctor. So you have you've done all the science classes. But like if I go into it, if we both go to the school meetings and talk to the science teacher, like I think a lot of it is like insecurity, like we give power like, even though I'm not as good as, at science as you, I'm not, like, insecure about that. And therefore, like, that's not a power dynamic because I don't feel like you're lording anything over me. And then yeah. you're also not somebody to, like, do lording. Like, you're not like, well, I'm a doctor. Like, if you're a guy that goes, like, well, I, I have a doctorate. Like, I know what I'm talking about. Then, like, that would that would be, be you trying to assert power. And then me also giving you power would be like, oh, well, I'm not, I don't have a doctorate. So like Thomas is smarter than me. So maybe he needs to make all the decisions about school stuff with the kids. Like, Well, I think there's something to be said because we're kind of jumping back and forth between like, um, back and forth between like settings. So like power dynamics in a relationship can look very different from power dynamics in like the workplace. So the original well, yeah. example that I gave was like the workplace and it's like, um, but power dynamics within the home um, can be very different just depending on like where, like you're using examples of like just based, just talking about a, c- a certain topic. Like if we're talking about um, health and physical fitness, like, yeah, I, I have more information there. Um, versus if we're talking about logistics or, you know, business stuff, you like, you, you have more experience with that, but not, so, not necessarily like looking at power dynamics from uh, dynamics from a point of, um, information that you hold, but like what you're able to do and like, you know what I mean? So it's like, cause I think traditionally, if you think about traditional power dynamic roles within the home, it's like, oh, the man makes more money. So therefore he has more power cause he has like the money. But then if you think about, well, and um, women weren't allowed to vote, and women like they had like, within the home. Well, even within like, just the what home. I'm saying, like I'm like I'm trying to women. I'm trying to describe this in like a like a microcosm. But yeah, you're right. There's yes. th- there's more than one example. I'm okay, just trying to use one. Um, in the in but like, I think there are situations where like it is also flipped. Like it like like as far as like child rearing and different stuff like that. As far as like. <sighs> What am I trying to say? Like, I think there yeah, are like situations. Have- I think there are situations in traditional um, relationships between, like, traditional heterosexual relationships, where, uh, like, women have power in certain situations. For example. Yeah, like you um, talk about often how, when men and women, at least previously, I would assume it's still this way that often when men and women get divorced, the woman gets the everything. Well. <laughs> 
the stuff. No, they don't. No, I'm talking about kids. They don't get everything that way. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, yeah, being they always get if they want sole custody. Oftentimes, it's granted to them, or they're like the main custody person because people just like believe you need moms more than dads, which obviously is not true. We look at all the people who are fucked because their dads are not around. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just a side note, but yeah. Or are fucked because their dads are around. Either yeah, way. man. Like, the father plays just as important role. Yeah, but good old, good old daddy-o's. But, um. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, traditionally, there are... But this is what I'm saying, is, like, in my mind, it's more important... I'd rather not have power dynamics in the relationship because... Even though that's true, like, if the man was making more money, he has power there, and then the woman has power in that she might be, like, the homemaker. She might be in charge of all the home stuff and the social stuff. Like... I feel like historically women actually had a lot of power because of men. Their sole thing was like financials, but the woman like controlled their social life, controlled their, their like what they buy. Like, I mean, some marketing. I mean, this is something that thing men complain like, about. Like, we're like, Oh, like without making more money than you, I have no value. Like without, like if I don't make more money, yes. you do everything in the house. You, like you don't need me for anything. You can have children with someone else. You can you can make more people. In other words, yeah, you if, could get a sperm donor. So, yeah, so it's like it's all these different things, and it's like, and I think that is, I don't know. That's that's something that, I guess as a dude, you can't really say that. You can't be like, well, you just gotta kind of like sit there and like. I mean, you can <laughs> say that. I think that um, I think that's fine to say. I think it's good to, but my, my point was just that like women have <clears throat> had power and men have had power traditionally and it was like kind of fine because like i mean obviously wasn't there were plenty of women that didn't like that so they fought to not have that situation but there are women that do like that because they're they're like oh i know that tyler is the one who does all the money stuff he's like the financial guy and i'm cool with that and then i'm the one who does all the social home kid stuff and i like that and it's like it works out for us and i personally don't want that because i think like at that point then you're just you're playing different roles and i think that worked better when we like were living in groups of people or when the household had like your whole family in it like the grandparents and the children and the aunts and uncles like i think it worked better when it was like that because everybody did have a role but at this point it's like if it's just two people and the kids then i think the there's just not enough adults to have all the roles and then it becomes stressful for everybody. Yeah. I personally like to have like, even though it is more work to like, like it'd be so much easier if I was like, Oh Thomas, like you're the, you're the money guy. Like you do all the stuff with the money. Like then I would never have to think about money and that's one responsibility off my plate. But I think like, I'd rather be aware of like, I think everyone needs to know what is all going into everything. And I think, Everyone should get a fair shake. Yeah, I, I think of it the same way with, like, household opinion. stuff. It's like, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to, like, I think previously relationships and, like, different roles work if everybody plays their part and nobody abuses that role, right? So, like, the the if you, you know, if you're the person who's supposed to take care of the money and you're not doing that, then that kind of fucks everything up. But at the same time, if the person who's, you know, taking care of the finances does that, but, you know, the house isn't, you know, in order or whatever. It's like, oh, that kind of fucks things up, too. So it's like as long as everybody's doing their part, one, and then also recognizes the importance of the other role. That's the, I think that's the thing. It's like whenever 
like there's, there's two different roles that people are playing. Whenever one person feels like, oh, I'm doing all this stuff and what you and I want to be part of what you're doing because you're not like this is more valuable than that. That's when it gets like out of, out of whack. And I think that's part of like the partnership and the relationship side of it. It's like, oh, like I'm doing this. And I really value what you do to make me able to do this and, like, us have a family. And then the other person has to feel the same way. So, like, I mean, because right. everyone talks about, like, traditional relationships in, like, a very, very negative light, I think, anyway. And But I've heard things, I've heard the opposite from people who are, like, people that are older than me in those relationships. I've heard men who are like, you know, you know, my, my wife is, you know, she takes care of my kids and my house and everything. And I, I was able to work really hard and build my business. And they love them so much because they're like, if I, I would either had to been alone or um, I wouldn't have been able to, to do X, Y, and Z in my career the way I wanted to if it wasn't for this person, right? And then I've heard um, a wife or the person who stays home, whether it's the man or the woman, say the same thing about the person who's working. Like, hey, I'm here. I take care of my family. You know, I live in this beautiful home. And, and, I, and, and they have a lot of value for what the other person does and how that contributes to their life. As long as both people have that, like, mutual respect, that's when the power dynamic is, like, balanced right but when one person's like oh i'm doing all this work and you're just at the house or the person's like i'm at the house working all the time and you're just at work not doing anything whenever that becomes the attitude that's when you get those that clashing you know um but i think that without transparency it's it's hard to appreciate if you're not like seeing anything well, I mean, no, I don't necessarily. Like you could see I don't necessarily know if it's hard to appreciate because, like, there's certain things you have to choose to appreciate too. Like, like it, it is true that without the transparency, is hard. But like, if like there's certain things that you sometimes to appreciate something, you as a person has to sit down and like try to be mindful and all these things that, that people talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, of course, but that's but, not what I'm saying. I'm no, saying like I'm there not is saying that you're transparency. Saying that. <laughs> there is a transparency. Like, I'm not saying traditional power dynamics are bad i just don't want them in my life and i think the people i think the reason that a lot of people think it is bad is because of the larger examples of like when it has been bad like in domestic violence cases in like oh you know all the tv shows the oc where the guy was like the money guy and the woman was just like the social lady and then he like stole a bunch of people's money and like made bad investments and then they were broke like stuff like that where it's like there needs to be like a checks and balances. Yeah, like the government. Yeah, PG, it works I mean, great. I mean, I think there <laughs> there does need to be some checks and balances because obviously humans are fallible, and well, if you don't have the partnership another... to talk to somebody, like, oh hey, I want to make these investments, like, or like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this thing. Do you think it's a good idea? I don't know. I just think there should be more of like a if you're gonna take a risky, like if you're gonna open up your own business and we're married, that's gonna affect you know the whole family so like if you're gonna take a risk there just should be it shouldn't like in in certain power dynamics it's like i'm doing this and you just have to deal with it and that i don't think is good and i think that's the like thing that people think is like traditional and not good yeah but i don't think like i don't think people are like hating on traditionality there's plenty of i mean how many people do we know that are married have kids and are like 20 whatever and live in the suburbs or live in the country and they're living very traditional lives. I mean, we, so can, just, we can assume that. We don't necessarily know that, but I get what you mean. What um, do you mean we an, don't know that? I mean, we don't know. Like, we're assuming that 
they're falling into these roles that we're calling traditional where the man makes all the money and the woman stays home and takes care of the kid but we don't know like the specifics of their actual relationship we only see from the outside okay well i can name a a bunch of people who financially like the man Um, makes the money and the woman stays home and raises is the kids yeah yeah i mean and yeah we can yes so if we're talking like broader we are (laughs) at least i am Right, so I'm saying there, like, we definitely know people that do that. So, so we're not talking about it. We're talking about the people we know. Yeah, we definitely know people that do that. No, I'm so confused. I'm saying, like, generally speaking, like you said, people don't like this traditional thing, and I'm like, generally speaking, I think I know, don't like that, and I don't, and maybe the people we hang out with immediately, but I know if she, I could name people that we actually hang out with and know that don't live like that and do like traditional power yes. dynamics and roles and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. That we could name people that do either of those. So, so we can't generally say that people don't like traditional. <laughs> okay. What? You're, you're you saying see, we can't You seem do... defensive about these traditional roles. No, I'm not. Tradi- I'm not defensive. I'm just saying like. No, that's only because I haven't said the other half of what I was going to say. I'm going to kill you. Kill me. I was born to die. Thomas is a big... Um, I'm a big, big lecturer. Big professor big, vibes. Big dad vibes. Sit here. Listen to me Sit while I talk. Sit down and listen. Sit down and listen to me, son. Son, son, let me talk to you real fast. That's what my dad used to say. That's the, talk to me real fast. 40, still, 40 still, minutes later. Still says that. Son, I just, I just want to talk to you really quick. Come here. And I've heard those talks. We will get in the car. Your dad will call you and he'll be like, can I talk to you for a sec? And then it's 40 minutes later no, where I'm at my parents' house. And the, I'm like, you've heard, the, you've heard the late 20s talks. You didn't hear the, the 16, 17, eight year old, 18-year-old talks. Those I can't were, imagine. They're probably hours long. They're, they're probably very, four hours they're long. They're very different and very useful. <laughs> but So now they're less useful? No, it's that. It's our, just already stuff I already know. It's stuff I talk to my brother about, but or he talks to my brother about, but... I've heard y'all talk to your brother. It is. It is so toxic. Oh no, my God. no. Toxic male no, behavior. No, <laughs> no. I didn't say any of those things. Those None of those things came out of my mouth here or ever. I can see your face. <laughs> your face. I, I was going to say just big lecture energy. If I was 16, I would be like, Ugh. Yeah, and I was at the time. I was definitely, yeah. more, I was like, oh my God, dad, shut up. Exactly. And then by the time I was like 23, I was like, oh my God, dude, dad was kind of on some shit. Like, bro. Thank well, that's <laughs> exactly like professors. Like now I'm like, oh, I wish I paid attention more in class. I remember the best class I ever had. I got to be in it. I went to two of the classes. It was an ADAM and I loved the class because it was about healthcare systems, healthcare systems of analysis or analyzing healthcare systems or something like that. And yeah. I learned all about different kinds of healthcare systems and it was actually applicable to real life. And I loved the class, but I didn't go into any of the classes, so. Classic. And now I regret it. Now I should have gone. But, you know, when we're young, we don't want to be lectured at. No one ever wants to be lectured at. I know. I don't get why people teach like that. It's terrible. I'm like, nobody's nobody's learning. They're writing everything you're saying down and then they're going back and studying. That's not learning. I don't like it when it depends on how much the information I have to know. Like, if you're just trying to generally tell me about something, lecture me. But if it's like, hey, I'm going to give you a test on this lady. Remember all this shit. I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy. Slow down. I need some examples. I need some. I need some worksheets. I need. Some, I just don't I need think some that's. Projects. I think most people do not learn need via some, lecture and textbook. Need some hands-on experience. Exactly. Most people. <laughs> oh, don't even get me on it. Don't education. even get me started on most people. Don't even get me. Shut up. <laughs> don't even get me started on most people. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, back to this 
Oh, the whole power dynamic. Thing. I I interrupted your lecture. Continue. Sorry, professor. <clears throat> now, after our brief intermission class, everyone g- gather around. Okay, uh, take your seats. You had your your break. No, the only other thing I was gonna say is that like, this is all like, using the word traditional because you have to be, um, broad, I guess. Because like you said, we could we could name people in either situation. You can name people who who we assume or we even know have this more traditional role uh roles in their relationships and i think it's also, more than you think cool uh but i think we could also name more people that um are doing the opposite that people that have more of a a um uh not general liberal not even liberal um just a different just a different like a more personalized um personalized. general like more personalized roles in their in their um in their relationships and I think, I mean, that's just like a form of bias. I mean, we can't say for sure, like, you know, on the general population or anything like that. But, um, science nerd. I'm just saying, like, when you speak about things, <laughs> we, if that's, we can, that's like, our it's a, bias. Yeah. If we, if we're just talking about us and the people we know, yeah, we can point out examples. Let's analyze our biases. But if we, oh, let's not actually, let's just talk about, let's not analyze no, our no, biases no, and on. talk about our opinions like they're facts. And I'm tell just it saying to the you're world. a nerd. See, that's how I talk. Soapbox energy. Yeah. <laughs> you have lecture, you have professor nerd lecture energy and I have soapbox energy. I feel like anytime you're talking about something, you have to acknowledge ways in which you might be wrong and things that you probably don't know for certain. Yeah. But anytime I do that, you're like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm like, okay, great. You don't want to listen to me. I'll just shut up now. <laughs> Nah, I don't do that. You're like, come on, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to say that. You're like, or what are they? They're called, um, shit. What are they called? There's a word for them when you're like, uh, I'm never going to remember it. I've heard a lot of women be like, oh, I'm not going to do any more like, um, I'm not going to be able to remember it. But like, basically like saying like, I get that. You know, it's like if I'm talking about race and being like, I get it. I'm not a person of color. But as a white person, instead of just being like, this oh, it's is like when I you think. state obvious things, you're like, this is like when you say, in my opinion. And it's like, well, yeah. Right. Like <laughs> you never hear a professor say, in my opinion. They usually are like, this is this, this is this, this is yeah. this. Even though or like. They just cite things. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Either way. But anyways, back to this. Power dynamics. They exist. You know what I'm saying? Um, no. traditional ones they're out there you can make up your own which is what people do I think I think you should do whatever works for you homie because at the end of the day you know I think that people let outside stuff into their relationship too much and let and they let it fuck stuff up whereas like if you're in a if you're in a relationship where one person works with all the cash and the other person does all the home stuff if that works for y'all keep rocking if it doesn't figure it out it's your relationship you know, like, you know what I mean I There's just no, think power like, dynamics in general are can be very toxic well, yeah, that's well, that's what I said earlier. The whole point of the whole point of like morality in a power position is not abusing it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like if you are the uh, person in a position of power and you don't abuse that power, that's a sign of good moral character. Well, I know a lot of women that use sex as a power thing because like physically we have no. Obviously, like if a man tries to beat us up, like most <laughs> Most of the time, like, yeah, if you're, yeah, know, you're talking about that. You're not talking about the exception. I get yeah, it. Like, <laughs> We're not talking about the Ronda Rousey's out there. That'll beat a dude up. We're not talking yeah. about them. <laughs> I didn't even, I couldn't even name one female fighter, but yeah, Ronda wow. Rousey. 
but generally speaking like women won't be able to physically take a man so like I think women use sex as like I was talking this is what I talked about the other day on a podcast I didn't put out because I was like I need to clean it up a bit but I was like oh I've realized at least in my past that I used sex as like a security or like a safety thing because I was like oh this is like where I have power but as I've gotten older I'm like oh a like people were more sexually attracted to me when I was like 18 19 20 than they are now and also like I just don't want to use that as like a like I know there's a lot of people that are like hot women that like run our CEOs and like want to be really hot because they they think it gives them a leg up or whatever but I'm like for me I don't want to I don't like lording power in general and I don't want to use my body or my physical looks as a power a thing to gain a way to gain power because then what because to me those always change like your physical your body your face your hair like that's always going to change and you can't and like realistically there's always like trends for hotness and stuff and like that's never going to be a sustainable way to like quote unquote have power I also don't chase power in general but I think that you know if I'm like, if you only listen to me because I'm hotter than you, like say we're in a relationship and you're just like hideous and I'm super hot and that's the only reason you respect me. And then all of a sudden I like have some kids and I, I don't know, say I get sick and then I'm like, I'm not doing well and I yeah, just physically just look like things change. Whatever. Yeah. Say I physically look less good than I used to. Then like that means like you're going to stop respecting me. Because that was what that was based off of. And I this is like why I wanted to talk about power dynamics. Because I think there's plenty of toxic power dynamics like that. Where it's like because women have historically had less power in certain circumstances. I think they use. Well, actually men and women. I think people who don't feel powerful. They use, they'll do anything to gain it and feel stable and powerful again. And I think that's like why people like are obsessed with guns like there's a reason that like people have guns that gives them a sense of like security and power and like that's why women like to be hot like i think the kardashians like they're super powerful for a bunch of other reasons but i don't think they're willing to give up their their like physical looks because that's where they gained like kylie jenner got her million dollar company because of her lips even though they're fake i mean i don't know anything about the kardashians Oh, well, maybe a bad example. Whatever. <laughs> or you could relate it to an athlete, though. Like, there's plenty of athletes that have a hard time letting go because that's where they have gained validation and power from. Is like they gained status from yeah. being a professional athlete. So when they retire, they're like, oh, what is my status now? Like, does my partner respect me anymore because I'm not working? Does my, you I th- know. I think it all comes down to stuff like things that people don't say anymore, like value and character. It's like. What are your People values? Don't say no, like I, big I, old dude vibes. Yeah, no. When I like, I just mean I remember being a kid and like growing Back up. Back in my day. Yeah, I remember being a kid and people like my dad and my coaches and people would say things to me about having good character, who you are as a person, be a good person. Like it was never about like, oh, you gotta be the biggest, strongest, because like there's always gonna be someone taller than you. There's always gonna be someone stronger than you, faster than you. There's always gonna be someone hotter than you who has more money. Like whatever. It's like at at some point, it's like, what are your values and like who who you are as a person and that's what should bring value to you because at some day you're going to not have that you're not going to be in that same position forever yeah like if you're that's an a athlete, big a- athlete if thing if you're not an a- if you're an athlete one day you're gonna have to stop playing basketball 
or yeah. football or whatever sport you play. I don't care if you go to the Hall of Fame. I don't care how good you are. At some point, you're not going to be a basketball player anymore. And it's like um, Coach Mike McConaughey, I used to go to his basketball camp when I was in like like fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. And he would say, character is who you are when like no one's looking. It's like when, when, no, when there's no power dynamic involved, when it's just you by yourself, or you have the opportunity to do something that <clears> – <throat> is bad or is underhanded or whatever who are you in that moment like who are you as a person and um i think that's that's the thing about all of that it's like if if it all comes down to you have a certain amount of power and that puts you at a certain place then people kind of that's when people get power hungry and they want to hold on to different things versus if you say you know what like this is who I'm as a person and these are my values and this is like what my character is, wherever you fall on that list because it's going to fluctuate throughout your life, you still get to be you, you know what I mean? Um, and that's yeah. kind of how you decide to surround, who to surround yourself with, you know? So, I don't yeah. know. Well, I think people attach themselves to people who have like status and power because they want status and power and then that also, like that goes back to the relationship aspect of this is like, a, if you value yourself and you value your partner, then it's not going to matter. Like, if you can't be a PT one day, like, I, that shouldn't make me, like, respect you or value you less because, like, I should care about you as more than just what you do. It was like you said earlier about, but I like, think, if I'm going to start a business that is, like, risky, right? That's, there's a risk associated with that. Like, this could fail and we could not have money. Like, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. Or it could go really well and one day we could have a shit ton of cash. Like, either way. And, like not letting that circumstance change you is just, I think, dependent on like how strong you're, like how you identify yourself. This yeah. is, this goes back to the thing I would say when my dad would tell me, don't, I don't, don't identify yourself or value yourself based on something that can be taken away from you. Yeah. I, I do think like, that's a thing that people, a lot of coaches do talk about. I think good coaches. I never got that talk for many reasons, but about the whole like character and, valuing yourself for more than your actions and whatever i never got any of that talk like at, at least in in barrington it was all about status like it was all about like and it was never like overtly stated but people for sure value themselves ba based off of money and status and and it was so funny because the people i grew up with many of them not not the kids but like a lot of the parents were like so obvious about like wanting their kids to be like a doctor or a lawyer or like really rich or wealthy or whatever because that is where they found value but they would they were never the people that were like donating to charity and they were never the people that were like doing good things and volunteering like they did it because it was like part of the PTA mom thing to do but they weren't like generally caring about that stuff not everyone obviously there's plenty of people that were nice and kind and good but there was definitely a group of people that were super obsessed with the status stuff and i see i think i grew up i think the whole like pushback against the traditional things is because i grew up in a place where like people did marry people for money and what they could offer them and like my mom's from a small i mean she's from indianapolis she grew up in like a pretty not poor but like she was like they were saving a lot of money and not spending a lot of money so like yeah they were you know Which they had five kids <laughs> yeah they but they lived like very meagerly and i think she like wanted more than that and she like met a man who was like making decent money and i don't know i just think like and i think they obviously they like 
each other liked each other and like loved each other and there was other things yeah, playing like, into it but i mean i don't know anything about the relationship i wasn't there and i don't know now even but i think there is something to be said about like it's okay to like enjoy and i don't know there's it's okay to like enjoy power but in my mind it's like the power that you should enjoy is like the access it allows you can just ignore that I'll just move it. Oh. Um, but the access it allows people. So if you're like, if you like that your husband's a doctor, like, yeah, it's nice because he makes decent money and like maybe you can take nice trips and like it allows access to like if you're sick and he's somebody who knows, he's somebody who knows a lot of like doctors. Yeah, that's like a benefit of that. That's a privilege you get from that. But I just think like, you can't be like, oh, my husband's a doctor. This is fucking amazing. Like, and then like lower yourself or, or even lower his value by being like, oh, if he's not a doctor, I don't value him anymore. I just think like power in general, like power to me is like toxic. And there actually, there is this book I want to read that is all about if corrupt people seek power or if power corrupts people. And I heard the guy on a podcast and he was the author and he was kind of like, he was like, eh, it's both. He's like, based off the research, it seems like a little bit of both plays a part, which makes sense. And that's why I don't like power dynamics. And uh, scene. (laughs) I just think it's like, uh, it's just so like people who chase power. I get like having, I like, I understand wanting access. Like the reason that I want to be rich is because then I can like fucking talk to the right people. Like Richard Branson said on something I saw him on. He said, I pretty much can call anybody and they'll answer the phone. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, he can call the fucking head of education and be like, yo, this shit's fucked. Let's figure this out. That's what I would like. I don't want the power. I don't want the responsibility. But I would love the access to people and stuff like that. You know, like you just it does open up doors, but it should. I also think then it's easy to be corrupted and then be like, "Ooh, I'm powerful. I can do A, B and C and. I can do it. Then you're like the Elon Musk who's like, I'm going to buy Twitter and just do whatever the fuck I want. And he's trying to like influence culture. So, and obviously there were very interesting power dynamics between them and all their partners, all these billionaires and their partners. Yeah. Thinking about like someone being in a, in a big position of power like that, it's the, the, um, the stoic philosophy that's coming back that people are like, looking into with uh, old Marcus Aurelius. And he was, like, the emperor of Rome or whatever. And the whole point was that, like, he's trying his best to be, like, a good person because he could be as terrible as he wanted to and no one could do anything about it. So it's, like, yeah. like philosophies and, like, values and stuff like that are, are really meant to, like, keep people like that in check. To say, like, oh, like, it's important to make sure you're a good person, especially if you can not be very easily, you know what I mean? Like, so. Would you be, like... Are you, would you be attracted to somebody who like was like a female billionaire? Uh, do you feel like power dynamics like play into role when you were like dating? I would say no, but it would have to be. No, you wouldn't be attracted to them? No, no. Or... I, 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 like, I need more information to know that. Like, I can't say yes yeah. or no because them being a billionaire wouldn't play that much into oh, it. Oh, it's a, it's like a red flag saying. or deal breaker. Like, oh, everything would, else is good. I would about say it's them. a red flag, honestly, because it's like, oh, like, it would depend on why you are like are a billionaire and like like did you 
you know, how did you how did you become a billionaire? Bill how do you, Gates is ex-wife. How do you act because you're a billionaire? Like, do you treat people a certain way? Like, do you treat people worse because you can because you have a lot of money? Like, no, everything about them is good except for this one thing. Then yeah, then flag, it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I think. Well, I just bring that up because I think like. I think for me, at least the physical dynamics always like the physical power dynamics always played a part. Like I think when we first started dating, I was like, oh, he's in really good shape. He's attractive. And I was like, I was like, oh, I think I was holding you on a higher pedestal because of that. Yeah, don't. I saw it from the worst. No, I didn't say any of those (laughs) things. I would like to point out that anything Thomas says that I'm saying is not being said in Anywhere in private or public. <clears throat> Although Chris did say that I, what do you say? He's like, you're the only one that ever oh, brings like, down my the boy only Haywood. Ever heard say something bad about Haywood is you. So I was like, you know what, Chris? Chris? I know you don't listen. Shout to this, out my boy but Chris. <laughs> you're on my shit list. That was very funny. <laughs> That's um, because they don't hear your. T- I always say like, this. I don't know nobody, the rest of the friend group, but <laughs> nobody else talks. Nobody talks. Nobody hears you talking shit to me like crazy this whole that's week because, while you were sick that's because if i had a critique of you i would say it to you and i wouldn't say it to other people he called I me fat the other I, day no i did not i would not want <laughs> would you want to say what you exactly you. said the other day i said i looked at a picture of us from like two years ago and we were both definitely skinnier back then that's what i said yeah and then you said oh my god you called me fat and i was like you know what i'm gonna head out because that's, I, okay. that's not, I thought I was speaking freely, but I'll remember next time. I to, just want uh, anyone, anyone who hears this, on my tongue, anyone my who mouth. hears this and knows me, text me and let me know if you would be offended by that. No, no, no. It's, it's totally okay to be, I'm not, I'm not upset by you being offended by that in my brain. I'm not even offended. I'm no, just upset. I'm like, no. I already knew I gained Listen, weight. You didn't need brain, to point it out. <laughs> in my brain. I'm like, Oh, got it. I just. I'm, that's just like oh don't say stuff like that Got you just it, needled you needled at the like i already feel fat and you're just poking tiny needles it doesn't it's just yeah. like and i apologize so it I'm sorry, doesn't it's not I, gonna kill me and but i the, haven't and the only person here's the thing too the tiny is needles i'll make bring you up bleed something out eventually. once like that and then i'll be like oops dang I, that probably made you feel bad i won't bring it up again and then you will keep ripping it open and bringing it back up like i i'm cool to never bring that up again yeah, because if I don't say it, then it's just going to sit in my stomach and I'm yeah. going to feel bad about it. If I make a joke about it, I'm going to feel less bad about it. All right. I'm just saying I'll bring it up once and every other time after that, it's you bringing it up. That's... Yeah, because I still am thinking about it. All right. Cool. Power dynamics. And I need you to know. Don't don't say things to your girlfriend. <laughs> That's not a power dynamic. That's just purely That's what I do. evil. In my head from now on when I'm like. I saw this picture of us, and we used to be so skinny. I just don't, I just don't say things. If anything, I was like, we're in the same boat, but whatever. Like I said, I yeah, but I already know that. (laughs) Whatever. This is not the point. Back it up. Exactly. So, Chris, I'm not the only one who says mean things. Thomas actually says, "Heywood over here actually says." Things that are more hurtful. I like how we're specifically talking to Chris now. Like, hey, by the way, buddy. Yeah. Just so you know. You're funny. Well, just find the people. The people can know. You're actually, you actually say things that are much more detrimentally harming to to my, to my, guys, listen, to my psyche. I'm the worst. Okay. Anyways, back to what I was saying, (laughs) Thomas, (laughs) I was saying that I think I, because I always felt insecure like visually and physically like i'm not like miss like girl next door casual hot girl 
And I'm okay with that. I've come to terms with that. But I think in high school and college and well, I think generally like the world is very much cares about that. And so I oftentimes and with Instagram and all this other shit, I definitely value my looks more than I should or I worry about them more than I should or maybe not. I don't know. But whatever. It's a it's a thing that plays into life. And I think I was holding you up on I thought you you were like the hottest guy that I dated. And so I was like, oh, no, like he's going to he's more likely to like break up with me because he's hotter than me. But that's not how it works. Yeah, if you're not there's a ugly shallow guys, person, <laughs> there's guys I've dated that are not traditionally good looking. And I think they still would break up with me like. Yeah. <laughs> okay clearly you're uh, over this podcast no i just don't know what to say to that i'm like i'm just oh, making like, that's why i brought up the like that's why I'm, i was asking you how po- power what power dynamics play a part in your life like would dating a woman with more money aka the billionaire would you be avoiding that or yeah i like i said i wouldn't avoid that like like i just wouldn't want that person to be overly materialistic like no matter how much money they had like whether they're whether you have a billion dollars or not like it's a, it's an attitude that kind of comes with it that i would avoid if that makes sense i feel like the power dynamic that affects men more is money oh it definitely is but i, I would but definitely maybe but if like assuming that this person was like you know you girl of my dreams couldn't 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 imagine anyone better you know Shut up. with the with the one asterisk that they're a billionaire and then and then I did have some kind of like insecurities about that. I would like address that within myself. I would ask yeah. myself, I would say, "Oh, like is this person doing something specific that makes me feel this way or are they like are they like degrading me in some way because they have more money than me? Or am I just feeling insecure?" If it's if it's a second one, then I would deal with that myself. Like I would either talk to a therapist about it or I I bring it up like there's some way I would, I would deal with that. But if it was the opposite, then I'd say, "Oh, that's a deal breaker. Like I don't want to be a part of that." And that's um, that's how I think about um, like things about myself in general, like things that I want to change about myself. I'm either like, oh, is this something that I actually want to be like or be different in, in this way? Do I care about this? If the answer is yes, I care about it, then I should put like my time and energy into being that way and like developing myself that way. But if I don't care about it, then I I don't care about it. Like then cool, I don't need to worry about it. Like because that's what I think about. Um, like my dad would tell me about this when I was kids, like, like random stuff. It's like, Oh, like, um, if you like, like, are you a great soccer player? No, not really. Why not? I don't play soccer. I don't care about soccer. All right. Let's pretend that you uh, meet someone who's a better soccer player than you. And you want to be a good soccer player. If you really care about it, then go out, work hard and do the best to become the best you can at that. But if you don't, then don't, don't have this ego in your head that you're supposed to be this great soccer player because you don't work on that. You don't try to be good at that. And le- and that's just how, like, whenever I see someone who I think in my head is, like, better than me in some way, I just, I, I do those things. If I if I see another guy and I'm like, oh, this guy dresses better than me. And you're and like, I, do I care about I'm that? like, okay, do I, am I, am I, a fa- am I a fashionable person? Is that something I care about? If the answer is yes, instead of being insecure and being like, oh, I'm going to just try to beat him, I'll go to that person and be like, hey, dude, you fucking, you're slick, bro. Some, teach me some color patterns, dog. And I think that, like, that's going to help me grow as a person. And it might make him feel good, too. Maybe he dresses well because he's insecure. And someone noticed that he dresses well. Like, I don't know. Just, Definitely. like, the same thing with, um, like, at the gym. Like, even as a kid, when I was younger and I was like, fuck, dude, I'm skinny and weak. 
I would just be like, dog, you're strong. Show me how to lift weights. And here we are, you know? So it's so like... you're a humble person. I think... But I would say, I mean, generally speaking, when it comes to, like, quote-unquote power dynamics, men probably worry more about, like, physical prowess and money. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's and, like, like, I think women get a lot of bullshit from, like, the mom stuff. And, like, like if yeah. they're not being a good mom, then they feel like... Or that's where their power lies. Like, mom and or, like housekeeping and or like that's why i stress more about like getting the house together but when we have people over and you're like eh, fuck it they don't care i think that i you don't gain anything from that well no i definitely do i just want my house to be clean in general like i'm i'm very of the well, yeah of course. i don't want it to be more clean or less clean because people are coming over i'm like dude if we're gonna freak out about the house being clean like let's do that because like the way that we treat other people, we should also treat ourselves. So if I want the house to be clean for them, I'm here all the time. I want it to be clean for me too. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I mean we should do that you know? like once a month. But like I uh the thing about like physical prowess, it's like um I saw I was listening to some podcast and they were talking about manliness and like the way people perceive manliness and it was like the number one way people perceive man is like physical prowess. And it's like, oh that's kinda weird. And then like I don't know, but that's why everyone thinks you're a man. Nah, dude. I'm just, you're a, big... I'm just a scary little boy. It needs to go to therapy. Well, that's everyone. Um, <laughs> that's everyone. No. You're a big um, hunk of man, though. You got big eyebrows. Got a lot of, a lot of brow. Big seps and big eyebrows. Thanks, boo. Um, no, but I... That's a nice shoulder. Is that your shoulder? It's a nice shoulder. <laughs> um, I think that, like, for me, when I think about, like, manliness, it all comes down to, like, your character. Like... Physical prowess is one, definitely one, like, but not necessarily only physical prowess. It's like the development of physical prowess because it's like to get strong or to get fast or to get good at climbing rocks or to whatever, it's difficult and you got to try a lot of times. So it's in my brain, I'm like, oh, it's likely to build your character. We we got way off of power dynamics power dynamics <laughs> i kept i was like let's talk about power dynamics this is what i want to talk about and then you're like physical prowess let's talk about character this is man. the issue with when this is the issue with having the same person come on your podcast a lot is like i'm you like okay we'll do a topic but we always delve into values and character because that's, that's what you love to talk about well that i just think that like for me it's like a foundation it's like when you start talking about uh power dynamics it's like oh well that's gonna that's gonna vary depending on your values and your character. But it's you're like, talking about the person in power. It well, like, like even well, think about the, like more than I'm the just, person who doesn't have power. Well, think about it as the person who doesn't have power. If I'm the person who doesn't have power in a situation, right? And I and I think about my character, my values. If my am I if my boss is being a certain way to me, and I go, okay, um, you know, let's let's use workplace power dynamics. Should I? One, am I am I actually not doing my job? Am I doing something wrong? Do I need to do better, right? And then two, does this person have something to teach me? Like why are why are they in that position of power? You know, because in my head, a lot of times it's just because they're older. Well, that's what I've learned. I also I also realize in workplace dynamics that like, for I guess my profession specifically, I'm like oh like, the numbers are on my side. Like you you're like you're my boss, but like you're my boss until I don't come tomorrow. Like you know what I mean. So it's like, well, there's, yeah, you de- can there's definitely a job at, at the drop of a hat for the most part. Exactly. Well, I think so that maybe you're in the power position. Well, not even from like the drop of a hat, but like, I think that on like a larger, like, um, 
not philosophical, but like, like a metaphorical kind of like playing field. It's like people in power <clears throat> only have as much power as the people they have power over give them. Right. So it's like, like you're like, you're like, let's say you're a business owner, right? And you're, 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 you're hot shit. You make the most money at the company because you, you own the business and you have power. Everyone you tell them what to do, right? Okay. What happens if one day they, you're, you're, all your employees go, you know what? So you got 30 employees. If 15 of them go, this guy's a dick. No two week notice. We're not coming no more. That's a problem. That's a big problem for you. Now that they kind of got you by the balls. And the whole point is, yeah, is that a lot of times people in power don't want their people that they're over to know that or to one think that way. To you did I. So in my head, I, I think like that. So in my head, I'm like, oh, if I come in and you guys are being weird with the agreement here, the agreement is that I work for you guys, you pay me. Like if, if shit starts getting weird, I'm okay with not coming back here anymore. There's other places to work. And that's what... And that and, stems from your character, you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That, like... It's, like, how I, like, value myself. but also you value life. Yeah. Or but, time. Yeah, that... And also, like, I do realize, though, that that, at some, at, to some extent, is a privilege because of, like, what I do. So it's, yeah, like... Definitely. But at the same time, like, I've... Like, my parents and I've known other people to be in that situation where it's just not as fast. So they'll be, like, oh, these, these people at this job are being a certain way. I want to leave. Unlike me, they can't leave that week or, like... A couple days later, they might have to say, you know what? I'm going to endure this. I'm going to endure this. I'm going to start looking for another job, and I'm going to endure this until I find another one, you know? The only reason I can leave is because I could leave because A, A, I can leave because A, I have savings, and B, I have no insurance as it is so it doesn't yeah. like it doesn't well, matter you know it's your life I, I feel like you always have a choice but anyway I mean, you always have power, a choice but, but power put, dynamics. That, put that into <clears throat> you always have a choice but put that into um a relationship like we were originally talking about relationships you keep bringing it back to workplace or well, no, settings i think your relationships is the same way too like yeah but if you there may be a power dynamic in but this is what I'm saying is that if there is less of a power dynamic, you're less likely to be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm leaving. I'm not dealing with this. Instead of actually, if there's no power, like if you don't feel like you're being lorded over or if you're not lording other over the person, like you respect each other and you like in my mind, good relationships actually empower each other. Like I constantly yeah. feel more empowered when I well, not constantly, but usually, <laughs> usually, <You're> <laughs> usually I feel more empowered to like live the life that I want to live because of you, because I'm dating you. And that is the reason that I want to be with you. Can you stop doing that? I'm, you're making noise. No, I can't. Like, I'm sorry. And you're distracting me. Anyways, you're, I'm trying to say something so nice I'm about you, you and you're just like, I'm not, I'm listening to you. I'm, I appreciate you very much. Anyways, everyone, see, everyone thinks I shit on you, but they aren't, and you aren't listening to the fucking I'm nice things I'm listening to you. I'm I sitting say. here. I'm listening. I'm, I'm absorbing you, your energy. I'm going to bed. Going back to bed. Anyways, I was saying that I think that I feel empowered, for the most part, by you and being you being my partner, and like I feel like you're somebody that I can talk to and be like, hey, like, this is a big issue going in my, on in my life about work or family or whatever school you know i feel like you can be being up in a partnership means like the person does empower you and lifts you up rising tide lifts all ships my favorite saying but i think that and and <coughs> so like in my mind if you are feeling empowered you're more willing to be like 
And actually, I think Adam Grant does a lot of like tweets and posts about this in the workplace as well, like with leaders. But I think like being a good partner, leader, whatever means empowering other people and making and helping them become their best version of their themselves. Like, I think a lot of people like try a lot of insecure people want power because they're like, oh, no, like if I don't have power, people aren't going to respect me. And I'm like, actually, the more you like help other people feel empowered, the more you get respected. And I just think in relationships, that is like what is most important when it comes to those power dynamics. Like it's important to empower each other so that the person feels like not insecure and feels stable and confident and they can like speak openly. Like for me, relationships are like the be all end all is communication and like respect and empowering that person to both communicate and being respectful towards them will only lead to like more open and vulnerable communication which leads to like a better partnership so i think that is this is why i wanted to talk about this stuff because i think that is a point that is not when you're young you're kind of just like dating around and being like that guy's hot this person's cool they do this they do that and you're like so focused on the things and everybody always says like find people that like stuff that you like and i'm like it doesn't fucking matter what you like like the reason that i've been able to date and have good relationships with people and be in connection with people in general is because like i generally respect people and i do want to help them empower themselves and like lift them up and i think that is important in relationships work or personal or whatever and i think that is severely lacking in a lot of people that i see and you always talk about this you're like you just i mean even in the beginning you said when women start earning more money they start like sometimes they are continually still being like aggressive or whatever and i'm like i think that's because there was an insecurity that they were making less money and then they started making more money so they're trying to like flex about it and men do this too. People in general yeah. do this. I think there's men, plenty of men who are poor and insecure and then they get rich and they start flexing on people. And that's, that's a problem to me. I'm like, yeah. you need to, I think it's important to whatever, you, whatever you quote unquote could have power in, whether it be like, I make more money or I, have like a high job status or whatever it is like i think yeah like that just gives you more access to empower this is funny because the one thing and like it's funny because like we're we're revolving back to this i'm like this all sounds like a character like because in my head i'm like yeah it's it's why like the one thing is like why do you want to be powerful or be in a position of power in the first place like why do you want to be a leader the whole point of being a leader is to lift other people up right like the whole point when people like oh you got to be a strong father it's not so that you can you know, push your family down and say, look at how great I am. That's not the point. People who do that, they're missing the point. The point is, is so that you can like support your family and lift them up. So how do you gain good character? How do you gain good character? One, doing hard things and then thinking about what you think about and why. So it's like, so if, so if, if I see someone walking down the street and they are X, Y, this, X, Y, Z, this more than me or less than me, or I feel some type of envy, I like address that. I say, oh, why do I feel this way? And then I like actively consciously address that every time and then over time you start to think a different way yeah i do think challenging your thinking is for sure a good way to yeah because like if you're like oh i mean i do that to myself i'll look at girls and i'll be like oh she has a perfect body and i'll be like 
oh, why? Like you're always like, oh, stop checking girls out. And it's like, it's my own insecurity with myself. So then I go like, okay, instead of like being upset that I don't have that body, I should work on my body and go to the gym or or eat healthy or do whatever. Seeing someone, if seeing someone who has what you have, if that motivates you to do more of what you need to do, then good. But if seeing that makes you upset, then you have to say, oh, that person is doing the same thing. Right. If I go to the gym and I see some guy squat 600 pounds, which I can't do, he's not that person isn't actually doing anything to me. They're they're probably no, not yeah. even thinking about me. So I can look at them and go, oh, look at this guy. I think he's tough. Right. He's just squatting. We start projecting versus yeah. like if I look at the same person, I say, oh, wow, that dude's really strong. Like, gosh, man, like he must work really hard or whatever. Right. Yeah. And that and whether I don't even have to ask that person anything, I could say, wow, if I work hard, I can do that. Or yeah. I could just push myself. Right. Because like one thing growing up that was very important was the ability to be able to push yourself so it's like um and the the best way to the easiest way to do it is through exercise i used to when i was a kid i would jump rope right and it got to the point where i could dunk and my friends would say oh like how do you how long do you jump rope for and the answer is jump rope until your legs hurt and then keep jump rope keep going until they stop and the whole point is is to get to the point where like mentally you feel like oh this is really hard and then make yourself do more so it's like oh you're you have more control over your mind and your body than you think you do so then in life when something makes you envious or you see something you mentally can say you know what i can think about what i want to think about like you know what i mean yeah and why well, i so, think I, <clears throat> I just want to point out that when you say do hard things especially coming from you with your voice and who you are yeah it comes off as very like like I did not like that when you first started saying that around me and I was like fuck Too this hard things I was like fuck this the hard things don't and even even when you just said that I wanted to disagree but well what are I'm hard gonna... things though like that's just... well that's what I'm that's what I'm getting into <laughs> Thomas I'm I was gonna say like it doesn't need to be just like physical hard things because that is also very challenging like to me like a physical hard thing is like so hard like that's so far hard like if I'm at zero like physical hard thing is like a 10 for me because there's all these mental barriers that need I need to get over before the physical. It's not actually the physical like well, no, when like, I get to the when I'm at the gym and I'm pushing myself like that's not like lifting hard things. Lifting heavy things is not hard. Like it is hard, but like the physicality of that is not the hardest part of that. That hey, that what you just said is the exact point. Like the what you just said is right. So is, I'm trying to make literally it literally the point. It's the it's. Running isn't hard. Making yourself go run is hard. So go run. So everything you go between waking up in the morning to getting your shoes on, that whole process of, all right, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, and it's not that it's not hard. It's just not It's not as hard as we give it credit for. Yeah. But that's what I – I also want to put it in a non-physical perspective because I think for that – Well, people say read also. I think physical – well, yeah, okay, read. I mean, it could be anything, though. Like, yeah. if you struggle, like, for me personally, like, I have social anxiety, and I, like, didn't notice, or, like, I thought that was normal for, like, years and years and years. We didn't talk about anxiety until, what, 2016 or whatever? So, like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was a fucking thing, and I just knew that I would get really anxious and feel nervous before hanging out with a group of people, especially when I didn't know anybody. Like, that is very, very hard for me to, like, go to a new place where I don't know anybody and try to make friends. I have a lot of anxiety about that. So, like, that is something that, like, I think when Thomas says do hard things, it means, like, in general, do all. I don't know. You can, I mean, you can say, but I think it's doing hard things in every, I think it's just challenging yourself on, on 
challenging your thinking and why you think that way and then like pushing yourself to be better because that gives you perspective and that makes you realize that like oh life I don't know I think like all of the like social constructs of like oh you're a hotshot because you're a doctor or you're this because you're that. that's all like social constructs it's all fake bullshit so yeah. but the things that are like grounding us and keeping us giving us value intrinsically is like oh like who we are as people like if maybe if it's Girl. hard for you to not yell at your subordinates okay well, the well then try you spend time with yourself like at the end of the day like it when people yeah. say like oh meditate it's like okay what is meditating? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus or on my journal. breathing. There's certain things you're going to focus on, right? So it's like journaling. You have to spend time with yourself thinking about what you're doing. It's And also growing up, it was it was never the, like the idea of getting good at sports was always based on all these other things, right? So like even as a kid, they say, hey, you know, pay attention to how you how you present yourself. You know, make sure you, you squared away. You know, wake up in the morning, have your things ready. Like there's some sort of order and there's some sort of like, I have a plan to what I'm doing um, that like allows you to be able to order your thoughts and that. And I think that being able to do that keeps like all those insecurities and fears and things from creeping up on you. Um, And not that they don't happen, but when they do, you know how to deal with it. It's like you, when they, when I did like the headspace thing and they talk about meditating and they're like, Oh, when these thoughts come into your mind, you don't judge them. You don't say, oh, this is bad or this is good. You just kind of let it go, right? So it's not that if you have good character, you're never going to be envious of someone or that you're never going to feel insecure. It's that you don't beat yourself up for ha- – like, you know what? If, 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 if something happens where you feel insecure, you say, you know what? This is like a feeling that's happening, but I'm still a good person, and I'm just going to let it go on by. Like, it's kind of the same thing. And being able to, like, settle your mind in a way is something that you learn how to do when you're, you're, you're running or when you're doing a hard thing or whether you're reading, being able to just focus on what you're reading and do that, right? And when you're reading, what's going to happen? You're going to start to think about some random shit because the book said the color red and you remember the red car that drove by and you're going to go, oh, wait, I'm reading a book and you're going to refocus on what you're doing. And I think that doing things that constantly put you in that mindset of like, I'm, I'm in this headspace that I want to be in and then other things are going to creep in and you just kind of let them go by is like, that's what character is. It's not It's not making these feelings and thoughts and ideas that happen. It's not making them go away. It's learning how to deal with them. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not never being angry. It's it's knowing how to not let your anger, like, overtake you and, like, lose your shit. It's like, oh, you know what? Yeah. That makes me mad. That made me mad. That's going to float on by. It's like all the Let's natural, all the natural human thoughts and emotions, we're all yeah. going to have them, the bad and the good. And, that's, and it's like characters like taking what's positive and using that and then like letting go of what's negative and not using that and then also just like i mean another thing was go ahead i'm saying another thing was focusing on your like your outside environment so one thing they used to say to us high school football players we would go out to dinner or something after a game or before a game if we're like traveling and you know what kids always do they trash the place they leave they leave straw wrappers everywhere and like you're just like oh like a high school football team was here like a bunch of 16 year old kids all had dinner and they're all fucking around right so it's like oh like hey be mindful of the fact that like hey you guys are a team you represent something that's not just you okay your behavior right now is going to reflect our school and it's going to reflect the team think about that it's like oh hey try to leave places better than the way you left them right they used to say oh leave it as nice as when you found it let people say oh this football team came here and they left they left the tables and chairs and everything better than it was the way when they got here. Like doing things like that constantly are things that like 
subconsciously, I think doing the right thing, you know that you're being a better person. So you feel better about yourself. Like, I think, I think that's why I always say, I'm like, whatever it is in your head that you think a good person does, if you just try to do more of that stuff, you'll feel better about yourself without trying to feel better about yourself. So like in my head, I'm like, Oh, people who wake up early and, um, people who wake up early and go for a jog and eat breakfast are good people, whether or not that's true or not. I think it in my head. So if I do it, I'm going to just feel better about myself. If you say, oh, people who are kind of relaxed and easygoing, um, you know, they're, they're good people. If you start being more relaxed and easygoing, you're going to feel better about yourself. It's just kind of like this subconscious thing of like yeah. how that works. And then the more value you have about yourself, the more you're secure, you're, yeah. the less you're going to the less you're going to let people have power over you and the less you'll need power over people and this is all this is all intrinsic stuff it hasn't none of this has been like oh someone's going to tell you this or yeah or someone's going to do this it's so so that way well you could have a therapist keep you in check yeah so but that way that same person who goes jogging by that same girl you see jogging by that might have made you feel worse about yourself before now you might just say oh wow she's in really good shape i wish i was in that good shape and then guess what you either go I'm going to start jogging or you just let that shit go and carry on living your life. Like whatever, you know, I think you have to find, I think generally you have to find the things that give you value, whether it's like being a really good athlete or being a good, like those things help when you're good at them. But then there's deeper things of like, what do you value about like your humanness and yourself? So like for me, like I gain a lot of value from being funny. So I like try to be funny but I also have to acknowledge that not everybody, because that's based on other people and how they think of me, I have to acknowledge that like not everyone's going to find me funny and I still have value as a person because I like other things about myself as well. Like you just have to like, like you have to create a person that you like, like, you know, I'm like into fashion and I like being funny and I like being kind and I like being, I don't know, whatever else, but. All those things give me collective like value. Being KB. Yeah, true. And, but all those things give me collective value. So then like when one of them is dropping off, like if I'm less funny all of a sudden to this group of people, at least I can always rely on like the fact that I'll, I know I'm going to be a good, kind person to them. And that is like value enough for me. And that makes me like, even when I'm insecure in a social setting, I'm like, hey, I'm a good person. I know that I'm a good person. And if they don't see that, that's at that point on them. I know you always say this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like you, I'm repeating what you say. No, you're quoting. I'm no. making it, making me sound smarter. So I'm quoting the lecturer. You are smart. Um, I always quote lectures. Okay, I'm done. I'm hungry. All right, stay real. It's time to eat breakfast. Um, power dynamics. Um, you know they are what you make them. Don't let anybody lord their power over you. Really, you always have a choice. Love have, yourself. Have character. <laughs> value yourself, and then you people won't have power over you. You know what they say? It's who you are, not what you are, that matters. And you won't need power of them. Ugh. Like those assholes that are just like, fuck you. I knew so many. You can tell Andrew Tate. Oh no! Do example. not, do not, and do not let Andrew Tate take over this podcast. Greatest example though. He's somebody <laughs> who needs power and needs power dynamics. He said, "Oh, if my girl was on OnlyFans making money, I would, I take some of her money." Because he, <laughs> he said, he said, he said, I deserve some of that money. I deserve half her money exactly. And I said, I don't necessarily. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make statements on what Andrew Tate says. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's the prime example of somebody who doesn't like themselves. So then they have to lord power over people. He's insecure and scared. 
and I hope he comes at me. That's why Greta Thurn- Thurnberg can just like flex. Cause she, she's so confident in who she is as a person. She's like, I don't give a shit. I like work hard to be an environmental activist, so I don't give a fuck. I like that. Good for her. And you know what? She's not lording her power over people. I don't think, at least. I don't know. She's the Lord of the Rings. All right. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Anyways, love you all. <laughs> hope you have a good week. And hope you learned something, even though this wasn't exactly how I wanted it to go. But it's okay. Mr. Lecturer always takes over. But it's okay. Sorry I'm the worst. Bye.